Hello and welcome to the Her Sports Show. Joining me today is the Irish track athlete Kate Doherty. Let's get into it. Kate, we are yeah really looking forward to chatting to you. You are a two-time national indoor champion and a world relays silver medalist. Um, and Kate, you have also been announced that you are an ambassador for the DSD Games, which is the first ever games to take place at the new DSD multi-sport campus in Dublin on Sunday, the 18th of June. But before digging more into that, um, can you just, we just start off with you just telling me a bit more about yourself. Um, where did you grow up? How was your childhood? Um, and how were you introduced to athletics? It's kind of a weird one. So athletics was actually the very last sport I joined. So I did everything else, like through school, because I went to my Danville, like, we had to do a sport um, in secondary school. So I did hockey. And then around, like in the summer then, we started doing athletics on like the Astro pitches, did East Lansters in first year. Didn't really, didn't really make a difference. I, I was always a fast anyway, so just a bit of fun. And then second year East and Lansters, I got through into the Lansters. And then Eddie McDonough from DSD, saw me and was talking to my mum and he got me to join DSD so that's kind of where my athletics started and then I've just stuck with it ever since and kind of stopped the, my other my other sports a little bit so I can I still do other sports in my free time <laughs> on my off season so like I picked up paddle last year so that's a new one but that's just nice and fun <laughs> like no yes. pressure versus athletics is very much yeah. like me it's pressure because I put it on myself so mm. okay um so if you had to name all the sports that you've played before <laughs> so there's hockey basketball sailing golf tennis karate I think that's it yeah wow you've, you've <laughs> tried <laughs> a lot of them um yeah. and at what age were you when you started to actually get involved in athletics so I was kind of like training up through college and stuff and I took it and then I just took athletics more seriously when I was in third year of college. So okay. that's kind of when my training, like I upped my training and stuff because before I was only training maybe like twice a week just because mm -hmm. I could get away with that. So, but I was struggling to break like 15 seconds for hurdles. And then in third year, after I started doing gym and like training more often, I ended up dropping my time to like a 13.7. So it was kind of a big jump and kind of pushed me into doing it a lot and because I had like an off books year in the following year because I had to unfortunately repeat a electrical module because I did biomedical engineering and electrical was not my strong suit <laughs> so I just took the year to train full-time and kind of is stuck like that now so I'm currently going back to the states in whenever my visa gets sorted and then we'll be training full-time officially without like having to be like it's my it's it's now my job which is really nice which I really enjoy okay that's lovely and do you remember what was the first competition that you were chosen to um represent your country um well if we count university um competitions where it's just like Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales. Mm -hmm. Um I think that was 
I feel like that was second or third year college. I think. I can't remember. No, I think it was third year college. Yeah, we went to Scotland. But then for the Irish team with other, it was when I was under 23. So I did the under 23 European Championships in Sweden in 2019. Okay. <laughs> it feels so long ago now. <laughs> yeah, but everything pre-COVID seems like Yeah, I know. It seems ago. like a <laughs> I'm like, oh, I did that before COVID, right? <laughs> yeah. And do you remember how you felt when, yeah, you just, you made that achievement that you were selected to go to that competition? So it was kind of, so a year before that, I actually ran the standard for it. So I already knew like going into the season that I'd probably be going anyway, just once I show form and like do another standard, which I did in my first race in varsity. So it was it's kind of nice going through the season knowing that I was already going to be selected which is well not already going to be selected but like as in it was my aim for the season so like even running a B standard at the beginning of the season like April I knew that I'd be able to run the keep running a B standard and get the second one to definitely qualify. And would you say that there maybe it's been for a couple of years or even recently would you say that there is a another um um Irish athlete who you really admire um or someone who you look up to so I was really late on watching um athletics just because it's my parents never really watched it or anything so I was late to that but I always looked up to Durbel but that's because she's the other um our best ever 100 meter hurdler and just really looked up to that just because like that's where I want to be in the future so and then currently Sarah Lavin is going very well and it's really nice to see her do this well um there's there's so many athletes now <laughs> to be honest so like all the 800 girls are amazing like even talking to one of them like I want to say like a year ago just like all like all they had to do to get to the Olympics and like how the ranking points work was so complicated for them and it was like it's just amazing to see that like how competitive it's become in Ireland which is great instead of like yeah (laughs) okay awesome and if you think also so when you got involved more seriously in athletics um I assume you started off sprinting and then from there went into hurdles um how how did that happen I know for me personally hurdles was something I always I never wanted to participate in that event I just thought it was very daunting <laughs> so yeah how did that come about to be honest I started with hurdles and then sprinted okay wow okay I so I for like sports days in school I was always fast for that but like mm-hmm. the minute we started athletics in first year school over the hurdles that was it I was done oh, <laughs> that was okay. my event <laughs> That's that's awesome. It's kind of um, weird thinking that I went straight to hurdles and didn't like start with the cross country, start, then sprinting, and then hurdles. No, straight to hurdles. Never did cross country. <laughs> I'll never do long stuff in my life. Can't do that. So it was always meant to be that you that yeah. you would be a hurdler. <laughs> and then again, just in terms of the distance, so you do sixty meters and a hundred, or yeah. So okay. it's six meter indoors, and then it's a mm-hmm. hundred meters outdoors. Okay. Cool. Um, and then in terms of what you chose to study at Trinity College, what made you to dis- what made you decide to study what you studied? 
Um, so I did engineering because I was quite strong at maths mm. and just sciences in general, but I knew I didn't want medicine. So I thought engineering would be a good route for me. And in the end, then I did biomedical engineering, which actually has helped me. So like, I actually understand how my body works and stuff, which mm. it's quite beneficial. So <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it and I got, I have my master's out of it. So once I'm done running, at least I have that to <laughs> go back to. Okay, lovely. And how is that having to balance your training with your studies? Yeah, so I had to do that a lot in fourth year in my, well, final year of my undergrad. And it was, it was okay because I moved to a new training group out in Tala with Daniel Kilgallen. And so we trained at like 7 p.m. on a Tuesday and Thursday. And then we gymmed on Monday and Friday, like in our own time. So, and because I was a sports scholar, I could gym like in between my lectures. Mm -hmm. Very handy. So I could just pop to the, the sports center and go back to a lecture after. Um, and then training at seven was great because I could get my whole nine to five <laughs> in college mm -hmm. and then drive up to Tala. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad to balance. And I found that like the more I had on and the more like, I had to schedule like my assignments, my study in the actual easier it was to get it done. Cause like I was in that kind of routine. So it made more sense. Like instead of having days where it's like nine to five and then other days where it's like one hour, it's really hard to schedule that. It's easier when it's like more evenly spread out. So you get into like a really good routine. Okay. That's great. And now you are an Olympic prospect. Um, how is the qualification journey going at the moment? So currently I'm just trying to get back over to the States to train with my coach over there because she's a hurdle specialist. So mm -hmm. I really need to get my hurdles, like improve my technique needs to get a little bit better. Um, so just at the moment is just like trying to get over there and everything. And then just like keep training away and stuff. And next year is really the big year of where I need to run fast and get the standard. Okay. So most of your training actually takes place in, in the States, correct? Currently, yeah, this year. So I went over in January. So, and then I had to come home for visa stuff because you know mm -hmm. how you have to do the interview in the US Embassy in Dublin. So that's where okay. I'm at. <laughs> okay. And how did you find out about your coach in the States? Actually, my coach, my coach here, mm -hmm. Daniel, he actually got me in contact with the coach out in Austin, Texas. So, okay. And would you say that there's a big difference between the, I want to say, sports culture um, in Ireland compared to the States or not really? Yeah. Like there's a lot more like pro athletes in the States where like they literally just train. That is their life. And that's what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. But here, because like everyone's like self-funded a lot of the time so like you have to work a nine-to-five and then you have to go training so like it's very much like it's not your main thing if that makes sense mm -hmm. so like you're always going to be splitting yourself between like work and training or college and training like yes you do college and training in the states but like it's so intense like training like you just see all these athletes like training in the states and they're like all day <laughs> it's all day every day <laughs> okay and that's what you're heading towards now as well so. yeah yeah but I I really like how like the group is set up where I get like two days rest 
mm. ne- nearly three days rest it's like a really light day on one of them so it's fine so it's, it's really nice to have that balance as well so you get your own kind of like time okay. away from sport just to you know re- recenter and calm down a little bit okay and in terms of um qualifying for the olympics how many competitions are left um and yeah so when will you be able to find out whether or not you did qualify so you qualify um after nationals this year and before nationals next year so you have like a year kind of so you can use like your ranking points to qualify as well so like if you run really really fast times indoors these two of the five uh points to get your average of your ranking points can be counted towards qualification or if you want to just do it based on times, you just have to run the standard, which I'm currently don't remember what it is because I'm trying to like not just focus on times and just like run, which I think is more beneficial for me to like not just focus on like, okay, I have to run this time today versus like just enjoy the race, enjoy racing, enjoy the whole like day of it and like get what you want out of your race instead of just being like, okay, if I don't run this time, I'm going to feel terrible. Mm. But that, that can't be like that you have to enjoy everything and you have to take a positive for, from each race as well okay that, that's actually cool that you say that um because I think also in that sense you're also enjoying it more it's less stressful but then you also know you can also still push yourself to just better yourself and not focus so much on yeah just comparing too much to what other athletes might be getting um which is really cool and Obviously, I think Olympics is like dream come true for any athlete. Um, but what would it mean for you? Yeah, it would be a dream come true for me as well. Like it's what I'm trying to get to. So like all my hard work, that would be worth it. Like it's still worth it anyway, but it would just like be more. <laughs> um, so you are part of DSD, the, the club. Yeah. And um, do you know how long it took to build the track and how does it feel to yeah, be a part of the club that has a new outdoor track now. So building the track, I think it was like a year. I was kind of out of like that side of things, but I know it took a while for them to get like permission and like everything from that. And they had the site for a good few years, I'm pretty sure. And then, sorry, what um, what was the other question? (laughs) um yeah just your thoughts on on the new track is it exciting or yeah how do you feel about it yeah it's a really nice track I've done some training sessions up there which is nice to be able to use it and yeah I think it's going to be a really good track for racing and I'm I know varsities were held there and everyone I talked to that race there I think they they enjoyed the track and the saying is fast so we're hoping that at DSC Games is going to be fast track hopefully a good few PBs across athletes and like even like athletes that are going for standards that hopefully they can run some there and there'll be some ranking points I think it's currently an F category so it's kind of lower on the ranking points but it's a brand new meet which is really really good for the club and just like Dublin general to have a meet in the city and um, that's not nationals <laughs> so okay. I think it's going to be great and we're kind of treating it like where the athletes are the VIP so we're gonna 
just make a whole experience so people really enjoy the race day which I think is great because I like days where I'm actually enjoying racing and don't want to get the hell out of there and so I'll be in the tiny around there for a while. <laughs> okay and how did you feel when you were asked to be an ambassador for the event? I was really happy when Avril asked me um I've been in the club since since I started athletics so it's really nice to just kind of get back and help promote this for them as well. Okay and you will be participating as well correct? Yes I'm go. I if unless my visa comes through and I have to leave like in a week but I should I'm going to enter the hurdles on the 200 and then I will decide close in time whenever I'm ready for it because it'd be my opener so Okay. And again, going back to the events that you usually run, um, do you favor any of them? It's a bit of a weird question, but do you maybe have like a favorite event or you just enjoy it in general, all of them? Oh, my favorite is hurdles. Mm. It's my main ones though. And then after that, I nearly have to say the 200. I find the 100 just kind of daunting because it's kind of weird looking down the 100 straight without the hurdles. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's just empty. It's so weird. <laughs> okay. And what would you say motivates you as an athlete? I can imagine, especially if you're doing it full time, it, it takes a lot out of you in terms of your training, um, your dedication, and everything. So, what would you say motivates you? God, that's kind of a hard question because I think I just love the sport so much now that mm. I couldn't see myself ever not doing it until I'm retired but for the moment I think yeah I just I just love training as well and I really enjoy it so that's kind of that keeps me going and keeps me in the sport and being competitive in 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 the sport okay and what do you think has been the biggest challenge for you as an athlete if you've had any um to be honest, I'd, be, I'd say moving to the States, it's a big change, moving away from home. It's just like a big change in life in general. So, and definitely a culture change. Culture shock, yes, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, like the States is so different. Yeah. Um, yeah, also I, so I'm from South Africa originally and even moving um, to Ireland, it was, it's definitely been a bit of a culture yeah. shock. Um, <laughs> that has been good so far. <laughs> um, so her sport, we aim to empower women through sport. And when you look back on, on your life um, and the person that you are today, what would you say sports has done for you? How has it helped to shape you into the woman that you are today? God, um, I think because I was always involved in sport, it's kind of hard to pinpoint that. <laughs> um well I've made a lot of friends through sport as well um like most of my friends are actually athletes now as well because I've kind of dedicated this part of my life to it so god that's really hard to answer <laughs> I think I am who I am today because I did so much sport and because mm. I just kept doing it and like I'm just really a competitive person anyway so I think I need it to be in sport yeah that's like mandatory for my life that I had to do some sport <laughs> okay no that's great thanks for sharing um and your thoughts on being a female athlete like what would you say your experience has been like um 
I think a big a big thing that female athletes representation in mainstream media has not been in favor of female athletes for so long. And I think now, it's only now really that we're starting to see a shift in that. Um, so, so what are your thoughts on female athlete representation in the media? Yeah, I think they should be represented more and it is good to see like Irish female athletes being like pushed on, on on media more like even the hockey team from like you can you see a lot more of them now and everything and like do you know in a way I'm lucky that my sports individual so it's kind of like everyone's together so everything has to be represented like everyone's equal which is really nice um and I think just like going through the sport like I've experienced that like everyone's the same it's great <laughs> okay so it, it's it's kind of different in athletics to talk about that like I really want to see more female sport on media and just like even if matches are on like can we please just get like some more promotion so then it'll just like pop up on like even Instagram newsfeed or whatever just to be like okay this match is on now like go stick it on like or to E2 whatever you know <laughs> it'd be great to see that okay and if you could give words of advice or encouragement to to women and girls what would you say I would say just stick with your sport and even if you're having like kind of a low season or you're not enjoying it as much just like find something in it that you enjoy or switch sports because you might be suited to something better and you might enjoy it more you don't have to be like highly competitive in it but like once you enjoy it and you keep it up and like keep up sports through college it makes a difference um I think if I wasn't in Trinity with the athletics club there I don't know if I'd be still running because that club is just so social that they made it really enjoyable just to be at training and just to be around everything and like keep keep competing because it was such a team at like team at atmosphere even between like the harriers and the like track athletes it was great thanks for tuning in we hope to see you again for the next episode be sure to subscribe to her sports social platforms to get the latest women in sports content Thank you.